from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, August 14th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The largest school district in the state announced yesterday it is suspending in-person activities and sports indefinitely due to concerns over COVID-19. Yolanda Harris has more with Columbus Schools Superintendent Dr. Talisa Dixon. We're talking about Columbus City Schools and they say that there is an ongoing health concern that COVID-19 is presenting and there are just too many unknowns. Your safety is what's important for us. And and for me as a leader, I wanted to make sure that our students are safe and their families are safe from this virus. Dr. Dixon says it is unclear just how long this will last, but they will be watching the data closely, specifically looking for a four-week decline in positive cases in Franklin County. I'm Yolanda Harris. Four days after Chillicothe schools in southern Ohio started in-person classes, the district has its first confirmed case of COVID-19. Chillicothe superintendent says a student at the high school tested positive and was immediately sent home to quarantine. The superintendent says no other students or staff are required to quarantine because of proper social distancing and mask wearing. Students returned to class Monday, but parents did have the option to choose virtual learning for their child instead if they preferred. Governor Mike DeWine said yesterday he will announce next week a plan that would allow high school athletics to proceed for districts that want to do so. DeWine is going to allow high school sports in Ohio to continue in the fall, but will leave it up to schools and parents to make that final decision. The governor said he will issue safety guidelines on Tuesday and says fans will be restricted to those who are closest to that player, namely close family. Governor DeWine yesterday said his minority health strike force will lay out new guidelines for how it plans to tackle health disparities related to race. More from Kevin Landers. The governor promised to do more to reduce health disparities across our state, especially among people of color who are disproportionately impacted by COVID-19. Racism uh, is a public health crisis, and this is something that we have to work on. Our dream should be that every child in Ohio, wherever they live, whatever their background, whatever their race, they should have the chance to live the American dream. The governor said that this is unacceptable, that the lifespan of African-Americans in our state is four times shorter than those of white Ohioans. Reporting from the State House, Kevin Landers. Hundreds of Ohioans reacted angrily to news last month that the Ohio Board of Pharmacy blocked the use of an anti-malarial drug for patients with COVID-19. ONN's Dave James has the details. At issue was the prescribing of the drug hydroxychloroquine for the coronavirus. In July, the pharmacy board banned its use as a coronavirus treatment. The FDA says the drug can cause heart complications and its benefits are unproven for COVID-19. A day later, the pharmacy board reversed itself after Governor Mike DeWine questioned the decision. In between the board was flooded with furious messages, receiving more than 1,400 emails and more than 400 voicemails in about a day, according to a review by the Associated Press. Dave James, ONN News. Two teenagers were struck by gunfire in a seemingly random shooting on one of Columbus's major interstate highways. Karina Nova reports. It happened on I-270 at Hall Road near the Georgesville Road exit. The boys were driving when they were hit by bullets. They crashed, closing the southbound lanes for hours, and I-270 has since reopened. One victim is 16 years old. The other is 17 years old. The 16-year-old was initially in life-threatening condition but is doing better. The 17-year-old is also expected to be okay. Police haven't made any arrests, but if you know anything, you're asked to call Columbus Police. Karina Nova, ONN. And news. 
Ohio's foster care and adoption website now features profiles of children who are waiting to meet their forever families. ONN's Michaela Madison has the story. The website is managed by the Ohio Department of Jobs and Family Services. In the profiles of the children, viewers can see the child's first name, age, hobbies, strengths, and activities that help showcase their personalities. There are currently more than 16,000 children in foster care in the state, and more than 3,000 are awaiting safe, loving, and permanent homes. To learn more, visit fosteradadopt.jfs.ohio.gov. Michaela Madison, ONN, Canton. Lines are still long at Bureau of Motor Vehicle locations around the state thanks to the pandemic. More from ONN's Dave James. License bureaus were closed for several weeks in the spring, and they normally handle a combined million customers per month. Charlie Norman is the state's registrar of motor vehicles. You know, our most high-volume transaction is vehicle registration renewals, so that's getting your your stickers or your tags every year. That can be done entirely online or by mail for that matter. Also, automatic extensions are still in place for anybody whose license or registration expired after March 9th. The extension goes until three months after the health emergency expires. Dave James, I went in news. You can also set up an appointment online to conduct business at the BMV at a specific time. And you may start seeing more electric car charging stations around the state. ONN's Steve Vaughn explains. It's all part of a multi-billion dollar clean air settlement between Volkswagen and the federal government. Ohio got a $75 million cut of the money, part of which will be used to increase the number of electric car charging stations. 26 counties will be given top priority for the grants. Based on uh, pollution, number of registered vehicles, that's also historic diesel pollution uh, where airports and uh, shipping centers are located located. Uh, they have a whole uh, methodology for figuring that. Fairfield City Engineer Nick Dill, the city is considering a grant proposal to the EPA. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Special thanks to our affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.